0: The Money Show.
1: Ad feature
0: with Andy Rice.
1: Tonight, Zero is going. I think to be very upset and humiliated by their nomination by Andy Rice this evening. Tonight, Zero is something that we've never done before, and so hopefully we've got enough time to get there. But Andy Rice, nice to have you with us on Heroes and Zeros uh, this Tuesday evening. You've got a book for us to read over our holidays. I'm all read out. What can you inspire me to read of The holes?
0: Well, it's the perfect opportunity, isn't it, to uh, get a few books under the belt, so to speak. Um, Before we get to that, just very quickly, there are two ways in which we can tell in the marketing world that we're in December. The first, of course, is when retail yeah, advertising is dominated.
1: Jesus Christ was born. Oh, sorry, I'm singing Boney M songs. Yes, that's another way. Sorry. Yes, you're <laughs> more serious. You're more serious, Jake.
0: Yes. Gosh, you fooled me there. Okay, so when uh, <laughs> You when thought I was Boney M, but thought it was
1: real. Yes. <laughs>
0: or mm-hmm. bony something, um, dominated by Christmas bonhomie and chubby chaps going ho, ho, ho. And that's the first absolute giveaway, as, as we know. Um, and the second is that everybody suddenly becomes a trend spotter, a guru on how the advertising world will evolve. And I spotted on, um, on Twitter a, a great set of uh, forecasts from a guy called Ryan Wallman, Now, he's Australian, but don't hold that against him. He's a doctor turned advertising guru, and he's a fully paid-up cynic, which is best of all. So here, are very quickly, his his six predictions for 2021. Number one, first of all, please ignore the fact that we got this year's predictions wrong. (laughs) Two, (laughs) think of it, please ignore the fact that we got every previous year's predictions wrong as well. Next year, number three, everything in marketing will change. Yes, okay, we do say that every year, but this time we mean it. Number four, big brands will get bigger in 2021. Admittedly, this is because almost every small brand has been destroyed by a once in a century pandemic, but it remains an astute prediction. And so it goes. I'll, I'll, for the interest of time, um, just a a witty and cynical look at the uh, the advertising world, how it starts to make predictions at this time of year on the way things are going. Ryan Woolman is also an author, and here's where we get slickly into the into the books for the holidays. He had a very um, popular book called "Delusions of Brandur, which I think is <laughs> <not> a <clever laughs> and slick title, yes. and it's as you might guess quite uh, packed with delusions from start to finish. And advertising memoirs are always very good value, in my opinion, and they generally have, like "Delusions of Brandy," great titles as well. Um, let me get on to onto a couple of them quickly um first of all a quote from the author of this first book he said writing advertisements is the second most profitable form of advertising after (laughs) ransom notes (laughs) <laughs> and that was uh, an observation from one Phil Dusenbury from BBDO, whose memoirs were called Then We Set His Hair On Fire, because they were the advertising agency that were involved in that rather disastrous production for Pepsi with Michael Jackson when uh, they managed to set Michael Jackson's hair on fire. So that was the title of that book. Similarly, fantastic. a fantastic book from Jerry Della Femina, quite a long time ago now, but well worth reading. Um His book is entitled, From Those Wonderful People Who Gave You Pearl Harbor. And that's because they were having brainstorms about a Japanese brand at the time, National Panasonic. And he threw that out rather flippantly. Well, very flippantly, I hope. But he was the inspiration for Mad Men. And uh, locally, of course, we have the likes of Regula Skaris with Lessons from the Boot of a Car. Uh, The Right Foot Cell Trip making biography called Wallop. And the Daddy of Them All, Confessions of an Advertising Man by David Ogilvy. As I said earlier, it is that time of year. And it is. I, I mean, there's,
1: there's, there's some lovely books in there. There really are. I mean, there if you've got the slightest, slightest interest in advertising, I think you'll be captivated by all of them.
0: I think so and you'll be amused from start to finish but in the in the chaos and the, and the good humor is uh, quite a quite a set of, of nuggets of strategy and business and communications and brand building they these guys didn't get to the point where they can write their memoirs without having made their mark in the industry first and uh, they generally tend to be irreverent and, and like Ryan wallman flippant and cynical but for me that, Makes it all the more entertaining and easy to read. Excellent, excellent,
1: Andy. Talk to me about your hero, please.
0: Well, it is that time of year, and um, I suppose you can always adopt a, a viewpoint that if you if you can't beat them, then join them. With reference to Christmas ads, now checkers. Um, as a brand, I think you've had them on a number of times discussing their business progress. Well, it's certainly they made a lot of progress, I think, in their advertising as well, um, and certainly in their brand development. I think their 60-60 is a great success. Um, and their Christmas, I suppose, blockbuster um, uh, ad this year for television um, is, in one sense, corny as hell, Um, and visually generic because it's got lots of kids and toys and foods and meals and things looking very nice. But the clever thing is they have avoided the bony M syndrome, Bruce, and they have got away from the the standard stuff that you would think of as appropriate music for Christmas. No no jingle bells, no that kind of stuff. And instead they've taken a song that we all know, but they've just given it a one-word twist and the okay. the line for che- the line for checkers therefore is, and I think, are you going to play it, Bruce? Of course we are, Andy. Spontaneously, oh, have a listen. You,
1: if Christmas is like 2020, it can't be very merry. But that uh,
0: checkers,
1: there's all your favourite Christmas roast, a bus free feast for every host. So don't worry, be merry. And if your budget is being tested. The world's best toys at the lowest prices and extra savings every time you swipe this, don't worry.
0: Be merry. And if you thought 2020 couldn't end well,
1: Lovely, Andy. I'm 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 glad that you you let your um your, your you left your cynical side at home. You're getting into the Christmas spirit. It's, it's bells and children and children singing. It's a lovely thing. And and um, what a lovely ad- adaptation of a fabulous song.
0: Yeah, just by changing happy to merry, it makes it Christmassy straight away. And that Bobby McFerrin song is is very. Um, infectious um, i don't think this ad is going to lead to checkers or their advertising agency having to enlarge their awards trophy <laughs> cabinet um, it's, 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 um, but it does it does get under your skin and as i say it's it's christmasy but a little bit different and and differentiation and distinctiveness are two things that brand should have so well done to Checkers for the uh, hero this evening
1: all that matters is will it sell more turduckens than Nathaniel did, I wonder. <laughs> and that in, in yes. that is the true test of advertising.
0: Well, all, all of the, that truth will emerge after the retail season is over and everybody starts comparing notes about how well they did this year versus last year, and although that's an odd comparison probably in this particular instance. But yeah, we'll, we will find out. But I, I, I would think that Checkers, which has been on a bit of a growth role and a brand visibility role for quite some time, I think that ad will help to maintain it.
1: Lovely. And then, Andy, people quake in their boots at this time every week because this is the moment where you reveal your zero and you <laughs> will make and break careers, dreams and aspirations. Whose life are you destroying tonight?
0: Well, Bruce, um, I did say last week when we were doing a review of the Lurie winners, um, and because of our particular interest in radio as a medium, I did say that there were no Grand Prixs, which is the ultimate prize, awarded for radio this year. Sadly, that was only two-thirds correct in that there was no winner in the radio and radio craft categories, no Grand Prixs. But I had overlooked, in fact, I didn't really know about, a third radio-based category, which operates under the title of Non-English Radio Station Commercials. And in that slightly narrow niche, there was indeed a Grand Prix winner, and I missed it. Um, It was for BBC Studios. They were the advertiser. Their advertising agency was the odd number, and they were awarded a Grand Prix for a campaign called Krasi Sensei. And I imagine that's about martial arts in the townships, but uh, I couldn't get hold of the agency to find out more. So for this serious oversight zero of this week is awarded oh. to me. Don't do it. Don't. Oh, oh, the ignominy Andy. of it all. Andy,
1: Andy, falling on his... What do advertisers fall on? Quill. Koki pens. Know. Koki pens. Falling on his Koki pens. It's going to be devastating. What a mess. There's never get the stains out. Or unless you lose, unless you use what? What kind of washing powder would you need to use to get the stains up? Oh, the Igmini, Andy Rice. Well done, taking it on the cokey pen, Andy Rice, with heroes and zeros this evening on The Money Show.